You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, episode number 18, with how to stand out authentically in an auto-filled world. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible women in leadership, tools you need as a badass female pioneer, and spicy topics around business and leadership. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women in leadership positions, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Leads Me. Hello, She Leaders. How is everyone doing? I am officially back. You can still hear it a little bit in my voice, but I lost my voice for like two straight weeks and it was craziness. <laughs> we had the snowpocalypse that hit the Pacific Northwest. All three kids were home and around and I couldn't say anything. I couldn't manage arguments. I couldn't tell people to get their snow clothes on. I was literally could not say a thing. It was so bad. It was so hard. I have a lot to say. You guys know you listen to the podcast. It's almost impossible for me to be able to go a day without having to say something to somebody, right? It's just so insane. So here we are. We're back. I am so glad my voice came back because we are just less than three weeks away from our upcoming event in Seattle. And as you know, I am hosting the event, and so I need to be able to have my voice and be able to share content and all of the things that we have planned for you. So I'm really excited about that. So we are getting very, very close. Our registration will be closed very soon. So if you guys have been thinking about attending the event March 14th and 15th at the Sheraton in downtown Seattle, then now is your time to go register. It really is truly the last call, and I don't want you guys to miss out. So SheLeadsMe.com is where you can find out the information. You can find out info about all of our guests that will be there. We have guest speakers. We're also very excited to welcome a new um, guest interview that we will be doing on the stage from a local Seattle businesswoman who has started and created something from scratch and is just killing it in her industry. And we're really excited to bring that to you guys as well. So, That is what we have coming up. Also, if you are local to the Whatcom and Skagit County area, we also have our upcoming Connections Breakfast, which is like a networking group that we have for women. And as you've heard me say before, I just, I get so hesitant to even call it a networking group because typically in our experiences as women, we go to these things and we leave feeling like it wasn't what we had hoped it to be. We li- we leave feeling like we've we weren't connected at all. We were there just to pitch ourselves and it didn't feel real or genuine. And so what we've done here with our connections breakfast, the first Thursday of every month, so we have one coming up March 7th, and again you can go to our website to find out more information about that. It is truly a place for connections. We show up differently than a lot of other networking groups do. And that's not to say anything bad about what else is out there, right? Like everybody has their own purpose. If your tagline for your business is 
speed dating for businesses, that's great. You have a fabulous audience of people that want to engage with that. We are doing things different because what I have found is that there is a group of women that actually want to connect with people because that feels more genuine and authentic to who we are. So instead of showing up with our business cards out and a handshake and feeling this pressure to do our 30-second business pitch, that doesn't, we walk away feeling like we are missing something. We walk away with a handful of business cards and no connections there, right? So what we have done is we have removed the business card aspect for the initial meet and greet and for the initial part of the of the meeting. And then at the very end, if you guys want to exchange information, you're more than welcome to. But what that does is it really opens up this opportunity and this chance for people to get together, for them to create connections like we truly do, right? Like if you're meeting somebody in line at a Starbucks or at the grocery store, like, and you have that natural conversation, you don't walk up to those strangers and hand your business card to them and say, hi, I'm Heather Simpson. I'm the founder and director of She Leads Me. How can I help you today? Right? Like you get to know that person. You warm them up a bit. You see if you guys jive. You see, you know, what there is to uncover about each other. And so that's how we're showing up in this space. And it's actually been so magical. It's been amazing. It's been incredible. Every single event that we've had so far has sold out. This one is close to selling out as well. So I just want to give you guys that opportunity that if you've been thinking about attending, it is in the morning from 7 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. before life and busyness takes over and distracts you from being able to show up, hopefully. That is when we do it. First Thursday of every month, go to our website to find out more information. We're really excited to be continuing to do these things and to be bringing in incredible content for you to listen to, learn from, and have conversations about. And that's what I want to talk about today. We, this last meeting in February, we talked about the topic of how to stand out authentically in an auto-filled world. And I gave people snippets of that. We are going to be speaking to that more in depth of how we show up as women um, in our businesses, in our life, in our families, right? Like all of this inundation of the same messaging that we're seeing. Everybody's businesses are starting to look the same. Profiles are starting to look the same. How do we stand out? How do we truly tap into who we are and stand out amongst a lot of the noise that's happening? So we talked about it. We did an outline of it at the breakfast. I'm going to do that same outline for you guys today so that you can get an idea and a glimpse of how we do that and what we teach. And we're going to be diving into this fully deeply at our event in Seattle, March 14th and 15th. So if you want to learn more and about similar topics like this in business, you'll want to be there. So let's get started. So the last episode that we ran, we talked about taking your pulse. And that is a really key, important piece to the beginning stages of how we do stand out authentically. And so go back and listen to that episode number 17. Ask yourself these questions. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling that way? And what do I need to feel better, right? Like what what, what do I think, feel, and need? And really practice doing some deep breathing. Practice all of the things that we outlined for you guys in the previous episode. It's a really key, important piece to this episode, and it builds off of each other. So 
I'm going to give you today the seven steps that you need to stand out authentically in this world that is so incredibly auto-filled, right? Like, and it's frustrating for all of us. Have you tried to send a text message that just automatically fills in the words for you and you have to go back like, nope, that's not what I said. Why do we have to fight for our voices anymore? Our email is starting to autofill for us, right? Like we start typing in Google and automatically all of these search things pop up. It's so much distraction. And at our breakfast, I actually showed a clip from the new Wreck-It Ralph movie, um, Ralph Breaks the Internet. And I showed this clip where Ralph and his little partner in crime, Vanellope, um, they find this um, guy called Mr. Nosemore. And he represents like a Google or, a you know, any type of like search engine in the internet. And he, Ralph, walks up to this desk and knows what he wants to ask for, right? But as he kind of pauses, as he maybe stumbles across a couple of words, the autofill on the search engine just starts to kind of overtake him, overtake him, overtake him. And you can see it in this clip. It's like he gets overwhelmed and then he gets lost. And then he's like, wait, what was I going to ask you? And it's so profound. It's so much of what we experience every day, but we're just not even aware of it anymore. We're so used to it that we forget how frustrating it feels to actually be like, no, I actually came here for a specific purpose, and now I've just spent 20 minutes being distracted by all of these other things because that was a suggestion that maybe, oh, sure, that piques interest, right? In this clip, how it finishes is this little girl, Vanellope, she walks up and she says specifically, exactly like, this is what I'm looking for, go. And it automatically takes them to where they need to be, right? So if you haven't seen that movie, if you haven't checked out the clip, there's actually a lot of really great things about that movie. I saw it in the theaters with my kids. And uh, if you have kids like I do approaching the, um, you know, smartphone age group, just tablets in general, just all of those things. There's a lot of really great lessons in there too that are great talking points for you as parents um, You know, after the movie is done. So the top seven steps. So number one is it's time to get real, okay? And this goes back to episode number 17. Take your pulse. How are you actually doing? Not what you tell people, not, oh yeah, I'm fine, I'm good, right? Like, but how are you actually doing? Don't lie to yourself, be truly honest and transparent. Answer that question for yourself, journal it, whatever you need to do, answer it out loud. How are you actually doing? And uh, go back to episode number 17 to learn more about that. So then number two kind of piggybacks off of that. And we did talk and touch about it a little bit in um, episode number 17 as well. But what are you feeling? Why are you feeling that way? And what do I need to feel better? And this is a really great three-step process in communication just across the board. So whether you are communicating with a team at work, whether you're communicating with a friend, whether you're communicating with your children or your significant other, telling people and thinking in the framework of what do I think, how do I feel, and what do I need is so powerful and strong because how often do we kind of show up halfway if we're looking at 
that those three questions as a whole, we kind of show up maybe a third of that, where when you look at when I evaluate my most challenging conversations, my most frustrating moments with my significant other, it's when I show up only giving one piece of that. This is how this makes me feel. And then I stop. Instead of moving on to what I think about that, and then what I need from that. And that's both positive, not positive, all it covers all communication. What do I think? How do I feel? And what do I need? If you don't get to that need piece, then whether it's with yourself, again, with your partner, with your children, they don't know what to do. You're dumping all of what you're thinking and feeling onto them. And then they feel like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? Help them out. Help yourself out. Think about it for a second. Pause before you open your mouth and finish that process for you. So you know and can answer, yeah, what is it that I need? And be able to effectively communicate with that person. And so what I'm asking you to do here in step number two is ask that of yourself, because we oftentimes don't think in that whole component of those three things, of those three things I think I feel I need. So what I want you to do is ask yourself, what am I feeling? That's going to come naturally and easy to you at first, right? Especially if you're stressed about something, if you have something on your mind, you're immediately going to know how you feel. And I would also venture to have you dig deep a little bit and maybe identify a few things that you're feeling. I'm stressed. Okay, well, stress stress looks like a lot of different ways, right? Like what else are you stressed about? Um, How else are you feeling? What is that stress also bringing up in you? And be able to identify further. The more information you can give yourself, the more you're going to have the answers. So I really want you to think in that in that three question form and ask that of yourself, okay? This is how we help identify by knowing what we need, how we identify the answers, and how we can then be more authentic. Step number three, get rid of the noise and distraction. I want you to turn off your notica- notifications. I want you to stop consuming so much passive content, okay? Really be aware, really tune in to what is going on. Tune in to the stuff that you are intaking. How much of that is because you actually went to go seek it out versus you're just being inundated with auto-filled content all of the time or spammy type material or pop-ups or that type of thing, right? Really be aware of that noise and distraction that's happening in your life because I guarantee you, you will find more hours in your day if you turn off those notifications, if you actually are just aware of how much that distracts you. So there's a really handy tool. I know it's also both on um, Samsung as well. I have an Apple, so I know how to do it on Apple. But there is a do not disturb feature and you can actually set it to a specific time. So if you go into your settings, you can turn on your do not disturb. I have it from a certain time at night to a certain time in the morning. So nothing will pop up on my screen or distract me or wake me up at night specifically for a certain time block that I have. 
That way, when I get up in the morning, I'm not distracted and then pulled in to what everybody else wants me to see. I'm not scrolling through Facebook, checking out my notifications. I'm actually starting my day intentionally and the way that I want it to, to get my thoughts together and in order before I let my device take my thoughts in another direction. Okay. Then I also started to turn on the do not disturb when... I am in meetings. If I don't have my phone put away, I am need to more and more. Like get the phone out of there, okay? It is just so frustrating to me how many times I even go to a restaurant at dinner and I see just phones out on the table. Put the thing away. Like you are not that much of an important person that you need that there, right? Sometimes I will have it if I'm expecting a text message from my daughter after she gets home from school or my son, right? So I will let the person know, hey, I'm just waiting for a text from my daughter to make sure that she got home okay. And then I, you know, will be putting my phone away. Let them know so that all of a sudden when something pops up, they don't have that feeling of, oh, that's more important than me, right? Like let's actually have those great conversations and connections with people that tech has really just kind of like got in the way of that because we've let it. Tech is such a great tool for me being able to connect with people and having us be more efficient and being able to work remotely and spending time with family. But there has to be a way for us to control it. There has to be a way for us to get rid of that noise and distraction and actually have it work well for you as opposed to working against you and getting in the way of things. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) I could obviously go on on that for a long, long time. And um, we're, we're going to move on. Step number four is you are going to create space in your life. So as I just mentioned, you're going to notice that once you turn off those notifications, once you get rid of that noise and distraction, you are going to have a lot more space in your life. And so once you start to recognize that, I want you to actually create it. I want you to actually be able to have space in your life to look at things that are important to you, to look to look at being creative in your position, to look on focusing on you, to look on to look at maybe a specific project that you're working on within your company, actually create space in your life so that you have time to actually live. And it's a really beautiful, amazing and freeing thing. And a lot of people operate under the mindset of I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time. Guess what? We all have the same amount of time. You need to make the time. Otherwise, you're going to run yourself into the ground. You're going to experience burnout. You're going to experience lost relationships. And then you're going to wish you created the space and the time. So I want you to create that space in your life. Number five, I want you to stop caring about what other people think. Just stop. You should have a good tribe of people, of a couple of people that are qualified people you can bounce things off of or talk about life with so that you're in check with yourself, right? If you don't have a good therapist or counselor, you should go see one. Everybody should see a therapist or a counselor on a regular basis, even if nothing's quote unquote wrong. It's always a good time to work on yourself 
It's always a good time to be a better person. And that helps you. Therapy helps you. Talking to a qualified professional helps you work on yourself and the little nuances in your life and the little things that happened in your childhood or in your relationships or in your experiences that have kind of tainted your view of specific things or situations or have caused you to react to different things in a specific way, it's always a good time to work on yourself. So you're going to have a couple of those qualified people in your life. And then you're going to stop caring about what all of the other people think. Because I promise you that when you're doing something different, there is going to be a lot of people that are going to want to give their opinion. And they're not qualified people. And they don't get your time, right? We're creating space in our life. We're getting rid of noise and distraction. They don't get your time. So I want you to stop caring about what they think. Prime example, my connections breakfasts. I have heard from so many people that other networking groups in my area are not a fan of what I'm doing and not a fan of my messaging. And you know what? That's okay with me. I'm not trying to be what they are. I am not at all. I am trying to do something so completely different, not because what they're doing is bad, because what they're doing doesn't work for me and for a group of people that I am attracting and connecting with. Okay, so I don't care (laughs) and I'm not intentionally on the other side of that doing anything to try to hurt them. I'm not trying to steal their model and poke at them and say that this isn't working. I am very clear on my messaging on who I'm for and who I'm not for. And therefore, that gives me the freedom to, to stop caring about what those people think because I'm not trying to do what they are trying to do. I'm not trying to be what they're trying to be. I'm being authentic and I know that and I have my group of people that I connect with, that I bounce things off of, that I'm making sure I'm in tune with and I care about their opinions and that's where I get my growth. But I am going to get lost. I'm going to get distracted. I am going to get so concerned about what other people think that I won't be able to move forward and that's not what I want in my life and in my business. Number six, you're going to create intention and that is with your personal relationship with yourself first. You are going to show up intentional instead of packing everything else into your life and then leaving room for yourself. That doesn't work anymore. That doesn't work for where you want to be going. That doesn't work for hitting the next level of success in relationships, in life, in business, in any of it. You have to be so intentional with everything and starting with your personal relationship with yourself. How is that? How is that relationship that you have with you? Do you love yourself? Do you spend time with yourself? Do you spend time caring for yourself and doing the things that you know that you need? Then you're going to move on to creating intention with relationships and other people. Because guess what? We're putting ourselves first so that we know that we are the best person that we can be so that we can show up in that next phase in relationships with others as the best person that we can be. We can't do that unless we create that intention with our personal relationship first and then with others and then our businesses and careers. Okay? We oftentimes have it so mixed up. We are so concerned with being these hustlers, with being these amazing, incredible business experts that just put all of that first and all the time, anything extra into the business and career that at some point in the journey, you feel alone. You didn't create a personal, intentional relationship with yourself 
or with other people that are important to you and those have gone away. Your health is starting to suffer from it. Your relationships with others are starting to suffer from it. Business and career goes third, everybody. It goes third. And you need to understand the importance of that. There is all the time in the world to build a great, successful business and career, but it's only as strong as you. And if you're not very strong with yourself, if you're not very strong with your tribe and your people in your community, then your business is going to stall. Your career is going to stay stagnant and you're not going to be able to grow. Number seven, the final thing. I want you to find two to three things that you are excellent at, and I want you to align with that and do those things. Instead of always trying to be all things to all people, I want you to find those two to three things that you do so, so well at, and I want you to work on those. And maybe that's a good time to evaluate your job description. Maybe you actually look at what you got hired to do and now what you're actually doing. Oftentimes, especially as women, we take on more. We want to be a helpful team player. We take on more and more and more and more and more. And then at the end of it, we look at what that's doing for our quality of life. If other people are actually appreciating it, are we getting compensated what we should be getting compensated? Was this supposed to be a short-term thing and now it's turned into a long-term thing? We need to kind of, again, we're getting rid of the clutter, the noise, the distraction. We're creating space in our life. So I want you to go kind of back to the basics and to the simplicity of finding those two to three things that you are excellent at and align with that and do them. We should not be focusing so much time on everything that everybody else wants us to do. And if you're in business for yourself, this is 100% true. You need to build a business off of those things that you are excellent at and not what you want to get better at, okay? And if you are in uh, within a company and you have taken on things that you shouldn't have taken on that don't jive with you, but you have been there to be a helping hand and be a team player, guess what? That's only affecting you. You need to reevaluate that and you need to see if there's any changes that you need to make within your company, organization, um, your community, and try to reorganize that and just analyze it. Okay, so I want you to think of a couple of things. And we ended our last connections breakfast with these two questions. And I want you to write them down if you can. And I want you to think about them. I want you to journal about them or have this conversation with a friend or a significant other. And these are really, really great conversation pieces. So number one question is, what do you want to let go of? Okay, so looking at your life, looking at the things and the time and everything that it takes, what are the things that you want to let go of? And that could also be emotional things as well. I want to let go of more stress. So how do we do that? Okay, so I'm feeling stress. What do I think about that? And then what do I need to let go of it? Okay, use that three-part system. So what do you want to let go of? And then question number two has two different inflections on it. So question number two is what makes you lose track of time? And I want you to think about it first in the distraction method. Is it social media that has me lose track of time? Did I turn off my notifications? Did I 
put in my calendar, especially if I'm in business, um, in my own business, maybe there's three times a day that I check my social media. Okay. So what makes me lose track of time? What's a distraction? But then also on the other side, as we're thinking about creating space in our life, as we're thinking about creating intention, what makes you lose track of time in a really positive way? What do you love doing that you could do for hours and hours or days and days and you don't even realize what time it is or what day it is and you feel really good doing? I want you to think of those two questions and answer them and let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you're experiencing. You guys can send an email directly to heather at sheleadsme.com. You can post questions on our social media. You can reach out to us directly through both Instagram and Facebook. You can post comments on our social channels. We want to hear from you. How's this process going for you? How are you authentically standing out in such a crazy world that is so inundated and auto-filled? How are you taking control of that? How are you creating intention of that? How are you leading in that space and in your authenticity? 